opinion that stupidity should be painful i agree common sense should be illegal to not have yeah I, 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 and i don't mean you know like a, a dull ache i don't i don't mean a slow i'm talking a sharp instant stabbing pain <laughs> the way you know that you goofed up it, yeah exactly you, you I, I i don't want to be that stupid again and yeah, i've seen a lot of it lately how about you yeah, yeah. I see it on the roads. Oh, my goodness. You're getting ready for that one. All right. Yeah, I see it on the roads, in the stores, everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't want to get into a bitch session right now. So let's get off with the, what do we got here? We got a nice Japanese Kamiki. And it is an experimental, finished in a cedar cask. As I understand it, it is the world's first cedar finished. Yeah. Uh, it definitely noses it. It's there on the nose for sure. So, now I've been wondering, is it Kamiki or is it Mikaki? I think it's Kamiki. Uh, I have seen something called Kamiki. Yeah, I think it's Kamiki. I think it's... Uh, a combination of three different initials, and so that's why it's Kamiki. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, Mikaki is something. I've, I saw that online, too. Okay. I, either way, it doesn't matter because this stuff smells phenomenal. Let's see how it tastes. It's right there. It's at 48, so it's a good... You know, just below a hundred. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, ninety six. Okay. Yeah, just below hundred. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can feel that, but my goodness, can you taste the cedar? I can definitely smell the cedar. Let me try this again. Maybe a little bit. All right. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it needs to open a minute. Yes, I definitely can sell there's a, a culture shift. People look look for their answers. Look to other people for their answers now after after a year of being told what to do. It's like they can't think for themselves. You know, it's funny. Uh, the wife and I were actually, we, we went, for lunch at uh, Texas Roadhouse today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got checked in. We walked right outside, and there was a, you know, younger Hispanic, well, probably around our age Hispanic couple mm. uh, that were about to go inside. And, 
and they asked, it's like, ma'am, would you mind taking a picture of us? And they're wearing masks. They're outside. She's like, sure, where? I I don't know, uh, right here in front of the sign. Okay, great. Mm, Yeah. And the guy goes, well, wait a minute, with the masks off. So, you know, he takes it off, and I'm like, yeah, and, you know, and the lady takes out she has a beautiful smile she's happy and everything and she's holding that mask just for dear life next mm-hmm. to her side because they've been told that that's the only way to survive and i told him i said dude you're in texas now you don't need it he said yeah i don't know he said i really hate wearing these stupid things and i told him, i said well then just don't just don't do it just <clears throat> stop doing it you know but everybody else is I, because nobody's stopping doing it they also text and drive too, but that doesn't mean you should. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> wow. I've seen more people with their heads down in their lap. It's like you know what? Just work from home. Don't kill other people. Uh, yeah, you're driving around staring at your crotch, or you got both hands on the phone in front of the steering wheel, mm-hmm. looking down at that. Oh, you know how many of those get the air horn on my truck? Oh, good. A lot. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I changed the the music that's controlled by my phone, but I got my other hand on the wheel. Yeah, exactly. And you probably have your phone in a bracket. No, I, I carry. I don't. I don't like any of the that stuff on my dash or windshield. Mm. All right, I'll I'll forgive you because you brought some good stuff. Well, typically I pick my music and then drive, and my phone doesn't leave my pocket. Good. Unless I need instructions, and then I pull over and then look up in, in, in navigation. Thank you. Somebody sensible. You hear that, people? Listen to Chris. He's a knowledgeable, wise man. He may be young, but, uh, well, I mean, he's, he's younger than me, but he's still, he's still got the, a little more salt in his pepper. I'm almost gray. <laughs> uh, your, your, your beard is about as gray as mine. You know what, though? I know it's experimental. I like that. I do too. I'm it's 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 very Japanese. It's very floral. I, I think but I there's am. a little hint of spice, and I don't normally like that. But I think that spice is from the cedar. I think it is, and I am getting a hint of the sandalwood that they mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's it, and it's got a, a medium to long finish too. It's not a, a quick one and done. It's got a long finish. You know, and the, and there is a hint of the green tea on the finish. That and and it's at the perfect price point. It's not unobtainable. It's not outrageous. Fifty five, sixty. That's a good price point. I think I paid sixty five. Yeah, at your store. Yeah. Yeah. Finally got. Well, a couple. I mean, it's it's not a hundred and eighty for the same size bottle yet. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's going to be one. You know what? Oh, Pastor Dale is going to like this one. Yeah, he, I, I can see it. That's he, a good one. He really still loves that Yamazaki. Every time we, he comes over, I, I pour him up some Yamazaki. But he has tried a couple other things, and he might have found his new favorite some somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what he tried last time, but... Oh, I think it was the 1792 single barrel. Oh, yeah, the... 12-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he really likes that one. That barrel strength, I got to sip on that one slow, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's kind of warm. Not but, only that, but can you get another? No. 
<laughs> They're out and about, but not not after they won best overall two years ago. They they evaporated. Hmm. You know, I did I did reach out to Jake yesterday to see if Big Jake could come out here, but he never got back to me. Unfortunate. That's sad because he lives right here in the neighborhood. So, let's talk about something else that, uh, uh, this other bottle sitting over here mm-hmm. that, yeah, became my devil. So, the Treaty Oak. Uh, we've tried the Ghost Hill. We've tried the... Uh, red-handed. Red-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, a couple of weeks ago, went to uh, on, on the anniversary trip with the wife to Fredericksburg. Found that in the local liquor store. The Treaty Oak old-fashioned cocktail now i've never tried an old-fashioned now i figured okay it's a cocktail Mm -hmm. so i can pour it like a cocktail wrong answer (laughs) it was very tasty but i put some ice in glass and i poured a whole rocks glass of that stuff now it is it is a little bit diluted because it is a cocktail so it's it's 76 percent but it'll sneak up on you real quick that it did um because i finished off that first glass and then i waited a little while and i'm like i feel good yeah yeah it tastes good should have stopped <laughs> i poured another yeah. full rocks glass and i finished that off and let's just say the the, the night, night ended early the night in the hot tub with the wife the started off okay and then i was not feeling so good and then i was like, okay well, you know you forgot to eat, didn't you? No, 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 I did eat. Okay. But, no, uh, yeah, I didn't exactly rise to the occasion. <laughs> and then, uh, so we decided to go to bed, and I was feeling worse. Like, it didn't sneak, it snuck up and kept on yeah, yeah. banging on my head. And mm-hmm. let's just say at one point, I, I'm not proud of it, but... A lot of that treaty oak left my body rather rapidly. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunate. Yes. Sometimes so. you got to learn them hard lessons. Oh, yes. I, I was selling Buicks to the porcelain god. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buick. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was tasty. So if you want to try it, you're welcome to. Yeah. I had a... Uh... There's a company called On the Rocks, and they make pre-made old fashions and something like that. And it was a Knob Creek pre-made old fashioned. It was really good. I liked it. Hmm. I, I sipped it very slowly, but it was good. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna hold off of the old fashioned right now. Understood. Oh, I, with what's lined up on the table, I can see why. Yeah. Yeah, let's leave that one alone because yeah. I'm kind of eyeing that yellow one. Yeah, so we finally got a Garrison Brothers Honeydew. Which you did let me try in the store mm, two or three months back. Yeah, fantastic. Just a tiny little taste. but the, the man figured out how to get honey bourbon, not a finished whiskey. And his efforts paid off. It works very well. Now, why? Why did he do that? Well, he calls it honeydew because it was on his honey to do list. That was the only request she made was she wanted a honey bourbon. Well, you can't put honey in the barrel because it goes from bourbon to whiskey. 
Why did she set that condition, Chris? I would uh, uh, suppose that she wants it. <laughs> well, no, well, but that was the condition for what? For him to even be able to open the distillery. Oh. Yeah. So anyone who's a fan of Garrison Brothers should at least try the honey to see why he was allowed to open such a distillery. Yeah, that, that means you, Postal. I know you barely listen, but uh, you're out there. But yeah, uh, so he could not put honey into the recipe because that would eliminate it from being qualified as a bourbon. So he took honey and pressed it into the staves that he used to make the oak barrel. And then the bourbon during the aging soaked up the honey. And I got to wonder how he pressed honey into the wood. I, I would love to see that process. That would make an amazing how to or uh, how it's made video. But That's kind it, of a- if he has an NDA because right now he's the only one in the market. I could understand that as well. I can make some conjectures. Uh, I don't think it was. He could have used pressure or a vacuum by putting the staves into a pressure mm. high pressure or a vacuum chamber mm. and coat the honey on the staves see he tried that i was told by a representative of the company pressed Hmm. because he tried you know coating it and it didn't take it the first couple of batches that was one of the things he tried so i did hear that okay so there's got to be a way to press a liquid like maybe like a varnish press or something like that well how about how they how they make like uh fiberglass boats mm-hmm. okay uh they they lay down the cloth and everything right, right. And, and the vacuum they, yeah the vacuum, vacuum form right yeah. vacuum form with maybe something like that su- sucks in the the resin and then it cures and then they peel the plastic off so it could be something like that yeah and that's just a guess maybe while the wood was steamed and wet and and the pores are open right the pores are open maybe because i mean you still got to been the the stav at some point yeah so it might have figured out how to do it after that hmm it's worth it yeah well if you can find the garrison brothers with the yellow top yes grab one absolutely well let's have some go ahead go ahead oh thank you i like it i i like the fact that even though he is getting bigger he still hand signs and hand writes every bottle. Uh, you get all the dates and everything on the side and the signature on the back. I bet he goes through a lot of Sharpies. Oh, that's him. Yeah, he hand signs every bottle. He is the Q&A. He is quality assurance. Well, that I can respect. A man who stands by his product enough to... Who is on hands with his own company and doesn't just relinquish it to someone else that says i care about my company kudos to you mr garrison yes sir i'm assuming his name is garrison Uh, at least his last name i don't think he's changed it all right definitely get the honey though i poured there is definitely some i don't know i poured too much might just Go easy on the next one. Yes. Yeah, definitely. 
I don't want to be blamed for you getting in trouble again. Yeah, no more WD. Yeah, no more performance issues. Yes. <laughs> As far as it, it goes neat, it kind of falls short. But, yeah, just a drop of water changes it. Here, take care of me for you. I ain't scared. Well, I'm also looking at that piece of ice that's got, like, a black line through it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure the alcohol will kill those, though. Uh-huh. Sanitary spots. Where's Marvin Zendler when you need them? Slime in the ice machine. That's I can't it. believe. How do you remember him? Well, hey, man, I know that. I know that that stick very well because uh, one of the main ones that he used to harp on all the time was the Casa Olay in Pasadena, and that was not but a few blocks from my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marvin Zindler was a trip. Oh, his buddy, Kyle. Uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, Dave. Dave. I don't remember replacement or no 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 he was the he was the head anchor for so many years alongside Marvin Zendler it was uh, Dave God I can't remember his name but, I want to say I met his niece though and she was she was a cool cat okay the water does open up the scent yes it, it goes from being half alcohol half honey to just straight sweet honey like a raw honey smell. Definitely changes it for the better. Oh, oh, that sweetened it up just like the wife said. Yeah, yeah that that bottle going to get me in trouble one day. <laughs> yeah, it could be tomorrow. I ain't got nowhere to go. Mm. Well, my laundry's get... caught up, so I'm good. Yeah, I already did my laundry this morning too. Now, I probably should not be um, trying to operate radio machinery, but. Uh... I just got a brand new receiver, so I can't leave well enough alone. I'm going to wire it up. Wait, a brand new receiver in your car? No, uh, well, I, I changed the one in the car a couple months back, but no, uh, I, I uh, got myself into trouble on eBay and put it a bid and, and won, but I got a $400 Sony surround sound for $123. Oh, for the house? Yeah, oh, yes. Ooh. I love, well, and now I will be replacing a Pioneer. But that Pioneer is circa 2006. Hmm. It doesn't have HDMI. And the Sony has HDMI as well as 4K. So hmm. it was worth waiting. Yeah, but I mean, that's a heck of a deal. Oh, yeah, for 125 bucks. How old is it? A year? Six months? Good grief. And somebody's just getting rid of it that... Because they, they bought an upgrade, so I bought their, their last year's model. Huh. I'm good at being cheap. Yeah, sometimes it pays. Well, my speakers are the same floor-standing speakers I've had since 2001. So if you buy it right, they last forever. <laughs> I paid $75 in 2001, and they still work today just like they did brand new out of the box. Yeah, you take care of equipment, you're good. Yep. I like this. Yeah, I like the Garrison Brothers. I The single batch and the small batch, I didn't... Didn't impress me very much, but this this honey, the honey is where it's at. Even if that's the only one he makes going forward, I like it. Hmm. 
Do we have any badasses in the news lately? Mm. The only thing I saw in the news, I, I would rather not talk about. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think that that man should have got charged with murder. Oh. Uh, well, okay. Uh, ben, I know you're listening, and you had a very good point when we spoke the other day. Now, what Ben had to say was um, that he thinks the judge knew exactly what he was doing all along by letting it go all the way, mm-hmm. knowing that Maxine Waters was out um, uh, running her mouth. Mm-hmm. Because he said at the end of it, he said, uh, you know, she, you know, her her comments have given you the perfect excuse for appeal. Mm-hmm. So the judge told him. Take it to the appellate court. Yeah. So they take it to the appellate court and get it thrown out. You know what that does? He's already been convicted. Right. Double jeopardy. Yep. Can't be tried twice. Yes. He's already been tried and convicted. So the judge... Which is why OJ walks around with a chip on his shoulder because he knows he's untouchable to that case. Oh, yeah, OJ ain't walking around anywhere. He's in prison for something else right now. Well, probably tax evasion for writing that book. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's that, uh, plus the the attempted robbery of, you know, yeah. people trying to sell his stuff, and he broke into their hotel room or something, attacked people. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't afford your Heisman, you need to give it back. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Garrison Brothers was good. There is a nice little smoky finish in there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get that on the regular small batch Garrison. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it here. Hmm. Kind of a short hug though. Not not a very long finish. No. Not like that that Japanese. There's almost kind of a buttery something or other under the. And top. so a lot of the people say, and see, that's why I was a, a drawn to Garrison Brothers, as they say. They taste butterscotch. I did not get butterscotch. I, I I know I taste things differently than most people, but I wanted butterscotch and did not get it. Hmm. So for $40 a pint, I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'll, I'll chew on some Werther's. I like butterscotch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Werther's isn't quite butterscotch. Werther's is Werther's. Well, I mean, it's pretty close. What are you, 80? Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, yeah. Good grief. Hey, I was ra- I was raised around some, some, some right folks. Yeah. I know what biscotti actually is. Oh. <laughs> been a while since I've had a biscotti. Mm-hmm, some nice nice piece of bread with chocolate on top. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about a, a Shipley's donut either. No. That's why you said a nice piece of bread. Yeah, I definitely get that smoky. Yeah, and it may just be that batch, but and and nothing wrong with it. But sucks to start off so sweet and then finish with a different flavor. I don't know. I'm pleased with it. Oh, I I, I keep it around. I like it. Yeah. I don't like palate shifts. Sometimes it's just too complex. Mm-hmm. I like the start and finish close to or similar. Well, then how do you explain your love of Yamazaki? That is just straight floral to me. That's all I get is floral. But it's highly complex. 
you can't pin anything down in that. Right. No, yeah. So, the, but the flavor doesn't shift. Oh, start to finish. That's right, 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 right. I don't like that shift, personally. All right. All right. We're so, back after that short commercial break. What commercial break? You went to take a leak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I didn't take the mic with me, though. No, you know, thank God. <laughs> I don't think it would go that far. It's a five-foot cord. Yeah, and if you did it with it, I don't think the wife would be happy. That'd make for some interesting listening. Oh, Lord almighty. <laughs> okay, so, so... what we got here? Uh, this is what you brought over the galloping horse of Blanton's. It's a uh, Buffalo Trace distillery from a, a special warehouse known as H... What's so special about H? That's where they store their Blantons. Huh. Where's it located? On on premise in, in Kentucky. Oh. Okay, so what makes the Blanton so special? So Elmer T noticed that anytime a dignitary would come in and pick a special barrel like a queen or, or something like that that Colonel Blanton would always go into the warehouse, would always go into a certain section of Warehouse H. And so to commemorate his him and, and his passing, Elmer T., who was the then uh, master distiller, created Blanton's The Line and started using the barrels that Colonel Blanton's would pick for the dignitaries. Interesting. So, so that is their... We know this is the best of the best from that mash bill. Hmm. And it is sweet. Yeah, very sweet. The smell is. Well, considering it's not, got no honey in it, it's yeah. almost as sweet. No, it smells like candy, man. Yeah, I agree. I didn't want to like this, so hopefully I don't. I'm getting like a cherry vanilla. Yeah, I, I see the cherries for sure. I don't know. Almost no burn, though. Almost, yeah. No, it's... Neat and tidy at room temperature. Almost no burn. Yeah. Sweet. Nice, nice flavor. Better than the one shot that I've had prior. I will say that. But that, and that's, that's the risky part of buying a single barrel. Is if you like that one you're not guaranteed the next barrel is going to age and taste the same. Right. That's the risk of a single barrel product, the flavor shift between the different barrels. Which is why they blend different barrels together. Is that, is that how it works? That's why they blend for consistency on the ones that do. Okay. But if you're running into a single barrel, there's no blending. They've dumped that one barrel into those 180 bottles, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, but that's with a single barrel. But if Right. You- for, that's for a single barrel. E.H. Taylor, small batch, and things like that, they blend for consistency. Okay. Jim Bean, Jack Daniels. and Which is why you can get the same product for right. years on end. And that, that's where you know store picks shine is because they are single barrel expressions of what is usually a blended product. And sometimes you can get really good ones. Some, 
someone told me they got a uh, a store pick of it wasn't Weller. It might have been Buffalo Trace. Half gallon. I didn't even know they made store picks in half gallon size. And he said it was awful. Huh. Just that barrel aged differently than what he's normally used to. Man, that'd, that'd be a big bottle to swallow. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that last bottle of Larceny that I bought. Yeah. Which was a far cry from the first bottle of Larceny that I got. Yeah, and, and there is a label change, so they must have done some changing and and yeah that that last one tasted like honestly it tasted like dirt yeah it was terrible but i choked it down because i paid for it and yeah yeah and and, and it wasn't too expensive to be mad no 25 bucks okay now blanton's getting up to a hundred dollars you get one bad bottle and that's a hundred dollars just gone yeah what's the story with the galloping horse on the so, there is, you know, the, the Kentucky, they run the Kentucky Derby. Okay, and so to that, describe this is a little metal cap on the top of the court, right? Right. And is that bronze or something that resembles? Probably just, just a bronzed-colored pewter. That's okay. probably what it is. Uh, there's actually a gold set, too. Ooh. But okay. uh, Anyway, that, Kentucky Derby. Yeah, so... There is a little letter underneath the foot of the horse, and if you put them all in order, B-L-A-T-O-N-S, the horse looks like it goes from walking to galloping in a stride. Yes. And there's there's actually two S's. There's two variations of the, the final S. Really? There's the one where it's almost full stride, and then there's the final S that is full stride. So there's actually two S's. Oh. Because it's seven letters for the name. But eight individual, separate horse emblems. To get a full set, it's well, eight. Well, no. No, no, there's eight. B-L-A-N-T-O-N-S. That's eight. Oh, well, then there's nine, but yeah. Oh. For a full set, there is two S's. I'll be Not glad. in the name, but there's two different horse shapes for the S. Hmm. So it's like a animation. like a like, Right, right. Like, like that old... Uh, flip book. Uh, what was the the carousel with the mirrors? Oh, uh, that had the horse running. Yes, kind of yes, like yes. that, where it's just a bunch of still images. But once you start moving them, the horse looks as though it was running. I can't remember what they called that, but yeah, that that was when they yeah the moving pictures right in right the very beginning of of animate yeah animation or movies, movies yeah cinema. Which speaking of cinema, I did watch. The new Mortal Kombat last night. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. How's the effects? It didn't look cheesy or, you know, thrown in after the fact. Damn it, I just finished my glass of Blanton's and I wasn't even paying attention. I was just enjoying it. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. It's it's very smooth though. Yeah. So anyway, I interrupted you. I'd say a medium finish on it. Yeah. Medium. No, it was good. It was a good movie. I felt like towards the, the middle, it did kind of dip for losing my interest. Just story-wise, it got kind of stale in the middle, but it picked back up. Hmm. Way better than the first attempt, like in 1991, whenever they tried. Oh, you know what? Um, I did read a couple of weeks ago that... Uh, 
I, I just caught a headline. I didn't read the article or anything. Mm-hmm. But our very first guest, Chris Taylor Brown, mm-hmm. which you were not here for, you missed out on. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, so he has been completely kicked off of Twitter. Um, I think he's banned from Facebook. I mm-hmm. mean, it, and of course, I think they're bringing Parlor back. I think so. But obviously not under the umbrella of uh, Bezos, for sure. No, no. But they had to make some changes in order for Apple to uh, allow them back on. Distribution to the program, yeah. Yeah. So they had to make some changes on how they, which I don't know how that's going to affect anything. And I haven't even checked to see if it's even updated, if it's back online. Probably not. Hmm. No. I try to open the app, checking for new updates. Parlor keeps stopping. Huh. Imagine that. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's still dead in the water. So, I uh, I talked to a, one of my customers today. He is still without water at his residence because of the, the pipe rupturing. Wait. What? That was like... Eight weeks ago, or yeah, a long time. That's how that's how backlogged some of the orders are for home repairs. My my best friend literally can see through every single wall because the floor got so full of water because all the pipes ruptured, okay. and he's literally telling me he's laying carpet. Even though they have a contractor and he's doing most of the work so that the contractors can come in as fast as possible. Yeah. Still not done with the work. Jesus. Like he showed me a photo. You could stand in the kitchen and look into the garage. <sighs> yeah. This is an apartment or a house. Well, that's a house, a home. Oh, good God. About four or five miles from here. Oh, oh, I'll go you one better. My parents. Mm-hmm. All right. So when we had the freeze. Yeah, yeah. You know, the snowpocalypse in Texas. Hey, I, I like the shirt I saw. It said, I survived snowvid. Snow. <laughs> I had a white Texas on it. So my parents were actually out of town when a pipe burst in their house. And, As you do. Yeah, You're always out of town. Neighbor caught it. My mom was mad at me because I didn't go over and check on her house. Sorry, Mom. Uh, anyway, so they got all the repairs done from that. And then a few weeks later, what do they find? Mold. Yep. They found mold and they had somebody come in. They found mold behind the brand new cabinets in the kitchen. Yep. Under the floor, the brand new floor that had just been laid, uh, in the, uh, oh, uh, no, what, what triggered that was uh, something happening with replacing the toilet in mm. the half bath right inside the front entry. That's where the plumber found the mold. Then they had somebody come in and check, found all the mold behind the brand new cabinets and everything mm. else. So they just spent all this money to get their house completely redone, yep. a full remodel, and now their house is torn apart again. Yep. They got to come in and completely redo the floor. There was a craftsman in there, and I, God bless him, this guy Wilson. I, I I don't understand it, but it's a Mexican guy named Wilson. I go figure. Hey, 
I don't try and understand it. All the Mexicans that come shop at my store won't drink tequila. They all drink scotch. Uh, good. <laughs> scotch is better than tequila. Uh, ah, sorry, Russell. You just got to have the right right drink made. Uh, but no, they yeah they found mold. Anyway, this guy is he's handcrafting all their kitchen cabinets out of uh, really good quality poplar, mm-hmm. and the guy's doing fantastic work. It'll last longer. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean he's he's got book matched. I, I was looking at the backs inside each cabinet, mm-hmm. and they are book matched top and bottom, every single cabinet. Can you see the grain grain structure of the wood? Yes, and I li- literally the the one on the bottom matches the one on the top, and then you go to the next one, and the grain in that matches. It's nice. I don't know how he's doing it. See, but- I, that's always been my thing. I love seeing the the natural wood wood grain structure. However, I love a cherry wood finish. Oh, I do too. I love that dark Japanese cherry furniture. But here's the thing. She says it's not white, but you're going. It, it's it's white. It's you can't train some people. They're just old and senile. No, she she just <laughs> says no. It's it's something else. It's not white. It's a it's slight. It's yeah. It kind of no no no. Mom, it's white. My my best friend tried you may to call it eggshell or yeah, egg crew mother or, of pearl whatever. My best friend tried to tell me that his Infinity QX80 is white. Well, his wife's Infinity QX80. And I pulled up next to him in my pearl white Mazda, and I'm like, bro, your car is eggshell. That is not white. I have white. Looks like a refrigerator on wheels. <laughs> I have white. Yeah, a sexy curvy refrigerator. Oh, well, she got a big old butt, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a hatchback. Yeah, that's a wagon. It's a battle wagon. I don't want to talk about the back end of vehicles right now. I had a bad Friday. I still yet to see them photos. I need to see that photo. There, I did not take any. I did not take any. You're still gonna. You may as well commemorate it because you're gonna remember it for the rest of your life. That one time, it it got driven off. Uh, It got taken (laughs) by somebody and driven off into a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, no, no, I get all that. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're not gonna forget it ever. No, I'm not. I'm probably going to see those pictures Monday. That's what circles us back around to our opening topic. You learned your lesson, and that's why it's not an idiot move, because you're not going to do it again. Yeah, well, uh, it was was painful for my psyche. It was painful for for my my ego. But, yeah. uh, I think I needed some water. That was ethanol on that one. Ooh. I need a touch of water. Yeah, and I didn't add any water to it before I finished it off. And I'm not going to have any more. I understand. We're, we're not allowed to create that much trouble tonight. No. <laughs> that was the, the only stipulation. Mm-hmm. He has to will to walk himself to bed. Just, just in case you're wondering. The wife said, no whiskey, Dick. So, we will be having water for the remainder. Yes. <laughs> Got the water here. Water's healthy. Mm-hmm. And we will not be touching the Treaty Oak Old Fashioned Cocktail. <laughs> hey. I won't. I don't see no cherries in there. You're you're welcome to. Please have some. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I was enjoying my Blanton's. 
Oh, come on. Before it's done, I mean, before you leave, you got to at least taste it. Yeah, I'll taste it. Yeah, yeah. You want I'll a piece like of You want a piece of ice? I got I, I got a piece of ice. I mean, it's it's definitely got the 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 flavors. Right. I smelled it. It's good. Yeah, it's got the uh the pre-made. It's got bitters in there. Yes. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it it is very tasty, but a little goes a long way. <laughs> Don't let it sneak up on you. Oh, it'll bite right. you. It bit me hard. <laughs> it's enough of that. Although, I can say Texas is not made up its mind what it's going to do yet cuz well, 2 days ago I broke my hoodie out yet again. But today it was nice and beautiful and just green everywhere. Oh, and not on my car. Speaking of Texas mm-hmm. and liquor stores, so there is a bill currently in the state legislature of Texas. Okay. Uh, for package stores such as yours mm-hmm. to be open seven days a week. That ain't going to pass. <coughs> that, well, that won't pass. Well, I mean, you never know. The current legislature. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Anything's possible depending on how the votes of the public go. But. I mean, the Texas Nationalist Movement has the bill in for right. for that to happen right now. Well, there'd be a lot of people who would be happy and cheering for that. I would not be one of them. I like having Sunday off so that I can be present at church. Okay. Well, I mean, you can say... No, I'm not working on Sunday because of church. Well, being a store manager, I would forego that right. I I'd tell them no, religious grounds. Yeah. That's that that is that's in the constitution, brother. Separation of church and state. That was only in a letter by Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> that was that is not part of the constitution and you know it. Yeah. Okay. It was a statement made in a letter written from one man to another. Doesn't make it less true. Yeah, yeah, it does. It is not in our founding documents. It is not in the Declaration of Independence. It is not in the Constitution of the United States. As a matter of fact, it's not in the Constitution of the state of Texas either. And we're talking about the state of Texas too. So, but there's that. But how do you feel about the Texas Nationalist Movement? Regarding? Uh, Texas once again becoming its own nation state. I'm all for it. Good. Let's go. Let's sell the oil, and we will be the highest profiting state. Yeah, considering we have what ninety percent of the U.S. oil reserves. Yeah, we have our own NASA. power grid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know that power grid's worth all that. Well, no, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to uh, make improvements after such a debacle as uh, February. But uh, yeah, in its current condition, it needs. Well, that's Help. because Greg, Greg Abbott decided to tack on so much wind and solar and subsidize it. Oh, now, and those amazing wind farms froze in place because they elected not to buy the heaters. Oh, is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So those giant 18-wheeler propeller blades that are, what, 72 feet long? Hmm. How, you've no. seen those trucks. Oh, no, some of them get up to 150. Okay, yeah. Per blade. Per blade. They have, what, at least 50, 60 rivets on the end of that thing? Holding it, and they're double-nutted at the, at uh-huh. the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Froze a lot in of, place. Yeah. Because they went cheap and said, oh, it's Texas, we don't need the heaters. Right. 
Now, don't get me wrong. It's probably going to be another 30 years before we'll ever see temperatures like that again. But. Yeah, if at all. But, you know, another thing is um, they actually have to swivel those blades in order to reduce the speed of them. Because here's the thing. When you're looking at a 150-foot blade, that gives you a diameter uh, with those three blades of 300 feet. Yep. So, now, you figure that out with the circumference and everything. Mm-hmm. If you get going too, too fast, the tip of those blades can actually break the sound barrier with just the wind, speed of the wind. Yeah. All right? So, they actually have to break the speed of mm-hmm. them in order to... Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of mechanical system that well, yeah, what it is slows is, the fans. Well, what it is is uh, it's just like a helicopter mm-hmm. uh, props. Okay, right. they they rotate the pitch of the blades. Oh, okay, okay. To slow it down. Okay, if you want more lift, you rotate the the pitch yeah. of the helicopter blade. That gives you more lift. That gives you more speed. Um, the same with the the windmills. If they if they flatten out the blades, uh, that catches more wind. If they turn it more into the wind and basically thin out the mm-hmm. blade that slows down the speed of it yeah and they have to do that so uh, but yeah that's what they could break the sound barrier at the tip if uh with just the wind speed and shatter the blades so they have to slow them down but that's also why those things are killing so many birds because yeah. birds don't see this coming it's you know you get something coming at you at 100 miles an hour from the side as you're flying <coughs> past it yeah no Birds are looking ahead. They ain't going, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, eagles and condors and, well, mm-hmm. everything else. Interesting on that treaty oak. It's got a very sweet note to it. Yeah. You taste the bitters. Yeah, I taste the bitters. Uh, and I was expecting that, but there's a sweetness that I wasn't. Right. Like a... A touch of simple syrup or something. Not bad. Just wasn't expecting. Yeah, a little bit of molasses, kind of. Yeah, yeah, sweetness. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I am not having. Oh, not on. not tonight. You know what? Here, a, a taste. Don't let her listen to the raw video. <laughs> No, I'm just having a taste of it. I'm not having a full glass, a full rocks glass or two like I had. Oh, dear Lord. Three fingers? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Like this? Yeah. With with ice yeah. up to here twice in one night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, three-quarter full rocks glass twice. But no, that just the, the point I'm trying to make. The, and yes, I harped. I, I said they were cheap, but realistically, it was a lack of planning and foresight. Yes, they weren't cheap. They elected not to put the heaters in the fans because they didn't think that it would happen, which is a lack. That's why you shouldn't say, hmm, let's cross that bridge when we get there. Well, when you get there, the bridge is on fire and you forgot your extinguisher. Good point. A lack of planning on your part is not an emergency on my part. There you go. Have the foresight. Think ahead. What could happen? Which is why government is so inefficient and private industry is so efficient. 
But that M16 we sent that kid off to war with was made by the lowest bidder. Mm. And they had to get nine bids before they got that lowest bidder. Wow. Redundancy. Hmm. But all it takes is one person to declare war and put a stamp on a piece of paper. But you have to have nine stamps to get that one gun made. Well, and you know, to play that devil's advocate on that, uh, like especially like the, the pistols that they come out with the mil- for the military, mm. uh, FN does a lot of stuff like that. But granted, uh, the civilian versions that you get of those pistols are are not as top end as what the military gets, but they are still very good weapons. Highly efficient, yes. Yes. Uh, very reliable. Yes. So, uh, you can't really go that well. No, an, an M16 is a fantastic mass-produced weapon. Right. So, you're are you saying that it could have been better? Oh, yes. If they would have went with a higher bidder? Well, just... The bore shaping could have gotten bullets to be more accurate on a smaller grouping. Okay. There is improvements, yeah. Okay. The heat shielding at the end of the muzzle could have been more stout and may have been more suppressive, i.e. giving soldiers an advantage in in war when they need to be silent and have the first strike. Hmm. There There are things to consider. One thing not to consider is letting the EPA take away our vehicles. Oh. I, I won't stand by that at all. Now, see, if only Trump had still been in office, the EPA could have been wiped out, as well as the uh, education agency. And the, uh, yeah, I just I think for a a clean air act, part of the government meant to regulate. I think they're overstepping. Mm-hmm. They're trying to outlaw anything that has what built this company. Or not company, but country. Yeah. They're trying to ban NASCAR. They're trying to build. They're trying to ban someone who takes a Miata that's been out of service for 15 years. Some kid takes it out of a junkyard for $500 and registers it as a race car for the 24-hour lemons. Can't. Because he can't modify the car in any way that's not legal for the road, even though the car is not driven on the road. That's where they're overstepping. They're trying to ban production engines from ever being modified. What? Oh, yes. Okay, I missed this. Oh, yes. They are going after everyone who has ever sold a emissions cheat device. Say you want to... Okay, your car is no longer going to be on the road. It's a race car. You you dump the catalytic converter to free up horsepower. EPA now says, no, you cannot do that. Although your engine is highly efficient, they're not allowing that. How did I miss this? When did this come about? Oh, it's been, they've been over the last six months ramping up highly. They have actually taken Diesel Brothers to court. I heard about the Diesel Brothers. Because they were selling devices that would defeat factory emissions. Yeah, yeah, the DEF. Well, and here's the thing. Yes, diesel guys are going to do that because they don't have to pass emissions. They literally just walk up and say, safety only, and they get a pass. 
Yeah, well, and see, this is affecting the trucking industry too, oh, because yes. the EPA has now shut down. Uh, uh, oh God, what do they call? Uh, now, do I think that this gas crisis we had what fifteen years ago, where gas got to six dollars a gallon? I think that really helped propel truckers to do better with uh you see all the airfoils now under the under the trailers you see them coming off the back of the air trailers to clean the air so that the trucks are more efficient that's great that's helpful none of it actually works all of it does is get in the way probably uh especially those trailer tails nobody ever uses them now i yeah the trailer tails i very rarely ever see in function yeah, and, and and like me, car hauling, okay, that's a completely open trailer. Right. You know, the only thing that gives me any advantage is the di- the aerodynamics of whatever vehicle I have on board. Also, your trailer is much lower, so... Yeah, I don't have... Yeah, true. Your, your center of gravity is much lower. Yes, So is. you're not fighting I, against the high winds up, up at the top of the trailer. I'm also, well... Yeah, I, in a way I am because I can get up, I legally get up to 14 foot high, mm-hmm. but my ground clearance is about six inches right, versus yeah. several feet. Right. So I'm not getting that turbulence under, under the, the frame. frame. Yeah, under the truck. Right. Um, but no, they, they, they shut down production of glider kits. And you know what a glider kit is? Okay, a glider kit is where you take an old uh, pre-emissions mm-hmm. regulation diesel engine like an old... Like a Detroit 60 or something? Detroit 60, an old Cat Model B, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, solid, mechanical-only engines right. without all the electronics crap, mm-hmm. without all the emissions crap, without the diesel exhaust fluid and everything else and the regeneration. Okay, you could take an old engine and put it in a brand-new truck, like body, right. body and frame, right. okay? Pair that up with a, a new transmission and everything. Yeah, it, it's basically an old drivetrain in a new. Uh, yeah, no, I get, it, I get it. In a new truck, I get it. So they shut down production of all glider kits, mm-hmm. and there was tons of companies out there making it, you know, good business out of it, and owner operators wanted that. Well, and here's what they got to re- realize. Yes, they see it as they're cleaning the air by stopping someone from doing that. But what at what cost? Because now, now no one's going to want to touch that old engine, and it's just going to go to the scrapyard. So now we're filling the landfill so that we can breathe. Landfill. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love driving past the landfill with my windows down. It's awesome. Yes. And said no one ever. Right. I hate driving past a manure plant. But the thing about these old engines... These old diesel truck engines, they last forever. They can go quite literally millions of yeah, miles. Yeah, millions. And they were designed to be rebuilt, remanufactured, and reshimmed. Yes. And re-put into service. Exactly. And they're entirely mechanical. You don't and have all the electronic you, crap. When you resurface them and reshim them, they are as efficient as the day they came off the line the first time. Yeah, Detroit's newest engine... Uh, what was it back in 2015, 2017? Oh. Somewhere around that year. Okay. I I had, I was running a Detroit engine. I was running a Cummins engine. Okay. Different trucks. But 
uh, they had all the new emissions crap on them, and they were nothing but problems. Yep. Uh, the electronics on them. Okay. Mechanically, especially the, the new Detroit, mm. was uh, a very solid bulletproof engine. Right. What screwed it up was the electronics. Everything bolted to it. And the emissions. Yeah. Okay. They, if they idle too long... Uh, you get your diesel particulate filter, you know, mm. clogged up. Right. You know what it take. You know what it costs to uh, to basically bake all that stuff out of there. They don't care. Six grand mm-hmm. just just to redo the diesel particulate filter. And don't get me wrong, they've they've done a lot. You know, California, Los Angeles, New York City is nothing like. When they started this back in the 70s, they've done a lot to clean the air. They've done a lot to go against big companies who are still just paying them off and burning what they want to burn anyways. Well, it's funny because Los Angeles still has the filthiest air in the country. But remember, I I brought this up last time when COVID hit, the air was never cleaner than it was since 1929. Because everyone stayed home and stopped driving. Hmm. And then, well, now half of them have moved to Texas. Well, part of that, yeah, here's here's the thing. And they're going to turn us into California. Okay. It's not the trucks. Yeah. Okay. For years, for 20 years now or better, mm. trucks have, had, have been far more better on emissions than any car on the road. Yeah. Okay. Uh, especially a 2008 Audi that um, defeated all emissions. Well, no, I mean, okay. I'm going back about, okay, I'm going back about 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That, that was about the time of the Audi, yeah. Back, uh, back around 05, 04, 05, 06. Right. Okay. At that time, it took about 20 tractor. 20 trucks, big trucks on the road. Right. To equal the emissions of one typical car. Right. And you're telling me that you need to reduce emissions on the trucks on the road? Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that you need to up the taxes on diesel for trucks to run? Yeah, diesel's getting up there. So why is diesel more expensive when... It's literally it's literally the byproduct of making gasoline. It's literally the scraps left over. You know why it's more expensive? It's because of all the taxes. No, it's because they got their hands in the pockets. Well, that's why gas was eighty cents is because twenty five cents of every gallon went to your government. hmm. That's why gas was eighty cents. Then they upped it to seventy five cents because all these sheiks were getting paid and the government wasn't. That's when it went from being eighty cents to a dollar fifty. Yeah, you realize? I mean, okay. Look, we were finally, for the first time in a very long time, uh, energy independent in this country. Yeah, and the new administration just completely f that up. Mm-hmm. But to give you an idea, do you realize that? And we're still years away from electronic diesels. Like these bottles on the table here? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and a bottle of beer. You realize the government makes more on the bottles yep. than the manufacturers, the distillers, the brewers. You make you pay taxes when you make the money and you pay taxes when you spend the money. Yeah. Yeah. Government is highly inefficient. Oh yes. And yet our our teachers and education system is highly underpaid. I've got one right in the other room right now. But we have a lottery system. <laughs> that yes. Can, that can pay out to, to idiots and losers who yes. blow money and then end up poorer than when they started. Hmm. All right. I'm tired of bitching. All right. I don't, I, I don't want to end this. Let's end this on a positive note. What do you got? I don't know. Well, okay, I got some good news. Uh, companies all fit. They're probably going to move me to Pearland. So probably got about a couple more months of recording regularly, and then it will have to be uh, every so often I'll, I'll be a guest. Because uh, Pearland is uh, quite a drive from Conroe. Yeah, I'll let, let everybody know how far Pearland is from here. About an hour and a half each way. Oh, so. Good. So for me to record would take four hours out of my, my day. That's if only you were here for an hour. Yeah, which we, we've broken that. Uh, right now, yeah, an hour and one minute. Yeah. And you were here for a while before we started. Yeah, I had to eat. Someone called me in the car, and uh, I yeah. didn't get a chance to eat in the drive. Not a problem. I didn't have nine hands. So uh, while we can over the next how long? Yeah, a couple months, four or five months, yeah. Oh, is it really that long? Yeah, it, it, at least August or after. Okay, so everybody get your fill of Chris because uh, our, our resident expert. And we've got some other stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to plan on, well, thanks to uh, good old Canadian Benoit. Some suggestions from the community. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do... Basically, some primers for those who who don't know. We're going to come up with some episodes on uh, basically like Bourbon 101, give you the... the uh, Who's who and what's what of yeah. how what's made. Yeah, and what's the difference between bourbon, scotch, whiskey. It's all whiskey. It, it is all whiskey, yes. Whiskey is a rectangle. Bourbon is a square. Okay, you lost me there. All squares are rectangles. But not all rectangles are squares. Exactly. Hmm. To be a square, you have to have all four equal sides. Uh, a rectangle can have all four equal sides. Let's not get too deep into it. <laughs> so we're going to do that, and that that covers the bourbon. And then we're going to get into a primer on the bullet side, the Second Amendment. And you know what? I'm going to try to call Marvin and Martin in on that. All right. I think he would be fantastic to have again. Yeah, very smooth. Touch of water. Needs it. <laughs> oh, the uh, Blantons? Yeah. Is that what you just did? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that was good. Come on. Because I, I didn't do that. And this is my last pour for this one. I hear you. I hear you. That was my last pour. I'm going to go home and rewire my home stereo. <laughs> Draw everything out. Label everything because I'm OCD. Yeah, we'll try to get Martin Wholesome back for uh, 
for our Second Amendment episode. And yeah, we need to have more guns on the show. Yes, we do. It's been a while since we've done that. Yeah, and we definitely have got to get some more guests, uh, get some more stories going. I try, but everybody's scared of the microphone. Why? I don't know. Wait, don't bite. Who do you got in mind? I got a couple people. I mean, what kind of stories? You don't have to give names. I just, well, I mean, I got a, a guy who has a very nice bar, has a very nice collection, but he's a... uh He's a corporate lawyer. Basically, he got he got hired on to write the the floor plan and the agenda for what happens if an employee gets COVID at such and such. So you know he kind of wrote that contingency of that. That's what kind of lawyer he is. Am I supposed to hate this guy? No, no, no. He protected the employees by writing a. A, a lesson plan of what the company is expected to do in such an event huh. on how to cover said employee during their time of need. You mean like a loss of pay or anything like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, cover the cost of testing and things like that. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. To, in order to come back to work. Yeah. And then, you know, to be quarantined for the 14 days, what to expect for the payment and, and things like that. He could go into detail about that. Well, let's get him in. I'm trying. I'm trying. How his his biggest hang up is his wife is immune compromised. So until they are able to get the vaccination, hmm. he's said, "Hey, just wait." I said, "Okay, all right, I can wait. I got nothing but time." How about the other guy out here that uh, has his? bar yeah that, that that's that guy oh that's that guy yeah yeah he lives just down the street oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. he's got a yamazaki 18 <sighs> honestly i thought i would love it and i appreciate that he shared it with me but i think it was too i think the aging i think 12 is just the perfect because the aging longer it dulled too much of the flavor really so I appreciate that he shared that seven hundred dollar retail bottle with Holy me. Smoke. Oh, it's two grand on on secondary. Holy crap! Two grand. He paid seven hundred at the store, and that's retail. I can appreciate he shared that with me, but comparing it side by side with my twelve to that eighteen. Did you bring your twelve along? I I had tried it the night before my twelve because I knew he was coming. The next day. Okay. It just, it, it was too smooth Too uh, it lost all the complexity of Yamazaki. Wow. It was just, it was in the barrel too long. My opinion. Okay. Yeah. That definitely mellowed out the blend. So just a few drops of water. Yeah. Nice. Really nice. So, you know, he's got a couple of nice bottles. He's got a, uh, Garrison Brothers Balmeray, which is a hundred and eighty dollars. He's got a uh, Angel's Envy Cash Strength, which is two hundred dollars. Oh, I'd love to try that. I would try it, but I would never buy it because I'm not spending two hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. I'm cheap. Now, is he set up in his garage or something? No, he has a bar that overlooks the pool, like outdoors. Uh, I think the bar is part of the house, but yeah. 
And he's worried that his wife, because we could, I mean, we can bring everything over. Right. And that's what I've, I've told him, but he said, wait, and he's gotten his first round of immunization and he's waiting on his second shot. So we're, we're almost to the point where we can have a, a, and I told him, I said, I'm covered. I already had it. (laughs) I'm good. I'm covered. Are you lying? No, I had it for Thanksgiving. Oh, you got the vaccine? No, I had COVID. Oh. So I'm good. Oh, yeah. I no. didn't die. Well, no, I had. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. No, mm-hmm. we, we had it last. Uh, I didn't die. Last January, February, March, something like that. Did I feel good? No. But you know what the funny thing is? Ever since the, our entire family got sick, nobody has gotten sick in this house. Right. And no one is throwing up. Yep. Mm-hmm. They always get sick. Yep. These, these women, mm-hmm. they're always sick. Yeah. But we're, we're okay. Uh, so the, the older kid, she has had a little bit of sniffles two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as yellow as my car's been, I can imagine. And, you know, and, but that was just, you know, she had a slight cold, no fever. And I usually, in the, usually around November, December, I usually end up with the flu. Yeah. I did not get it this past year. Yeah. I always get sick once a year and haven't. Yeah. Since I was 14 months now. Yeah. Nothing. But you lived. Yeah. Yeah. So go figure, people. Stop being scared. Quit listening to all the hype. Stop wearing the damn mask. Agreed. Here's the thing. It's never going to go away if you don't stop doing it. I mean, even if COVID-19 is a genetic mutation, COVID has been around on the earth since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. Since Adam and Eve left the garden, COVID has existed. Yeah, and here's the funny thing, people. The common cold, it is COVID. Mm-hmm. It is a coronavirus. This is just another strain of it. Yes, unfortunate that some people were more sensitive than others to it, but yeah. And here's the kicker: if you have that's just Earth's way of cleansing. Oh, and believe me, it needs to be cleansed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stupid out there, and that brings us right back around to the beginning. Well, and stupid it, should hurt. Yeah. Well, and then you know, some people are like, "Oh my God, the fires, the fires." No, they do a controlled burn to clear out all the brush so that new life can begin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fire is good. Oh, yeah. You fire can clean what you couldn't otherwise. And, you know, in the past couple of months, I've driven through Bastrop, Texas mm-hmm. a few times. Yeah. Okay. Now, a few years back, they had major, yeah. major forest fires yeah. out there. And you would not believe how beautiful the new growth is. I, I would. All these, all these new trees just mm-hmm. have. I mean, it is lush with greenery because all that burning enriched the soil. Yeah. So not only did the compost go away, it enriched the soil. It enriched the soil. It also. Uh, That's why it's called a controlled burn. If it's. And that was not a controlled burn, right? Now, yeah, wildfire is not a controlled burn. That is dangerous. But the after effects are not. No. 
yeah, you clear out the underbrush and it leaves room. It opens up space for the new growth to appear. Yes. So, uh, California, <laughs> pull your head out of your ass. We're waiting for that regrowth of California. Oh, and before we end, we did finally hit 1,000 downloads. What? what Two or three days ago? I want to say three days ago. Yeah, I think I sent you a text. Yeah, we hit 1,000 total downloads of our podcast. And I know it's not much. We, you know. Hey, you got to start off small. We And we have started off small, and we're proud of ourselves. Yeah. I'm happy to have you here. Appreciate it. You know, everybody, everybody raves about you. All I do is talking to a microphone. Dude, I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe the, the reactions I get, just man, Chris knows his shit. Just got to have a level head and use your brain. The only muscle that counts. Now, they don't rave about me. They rave about you. I'm telling you. Yeah. They like you. Got to know the story. Just got to know how to tell it right. So it's going to be a shame to lose you when we do. Ah, you can always call me. That's like, true. If I can't drive, I can phone it in. We, you know what? We, we'll, we'll work on that over the next few months. We'll figure out Skype. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And see if we can get you online. Yeah. And at some point before you leave, I've got to get over and see your place right now. Yeah. I got to see the video game consoles. I got to see the surround system, the movie theaters, and all that. So. I don't know how you do that all in a small apartment. Just in the short time you and I have known each other. Yeah. I've added nearly 100 games. Good God. I'm up to 775. It's no wonder you can barely pay your rent. Yeah, I know. It's no wonder you can barely buy bourbon. Hey. Those video games, some of those are climbing astonishingly in in price. Oh, I have one game I paid thirty dollars for, and I had every intention of opening the game to play it. However, I did own a physical game, a physical copy of that same game on a different console. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, a handheld versus playing on the big screen TV. I'd like to be able to play it. So, uh. I own the game on my 3DS. Mm-hmm. I bought it again for the Switch. Hey, you know, I like the game. It's 30 bucks. I'll play it again. I'll play it on the big TV on the Switch. Before I ever opened it, the price and value of it as a sealed copy shot up to $400. Oh. Yeah. I'm not opening it because I own another copy on a different console. I'll just play on the tiny screen for $400. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Some of the games I have have absolutely gone through the ceiling. Do you have, like, Pitfall on the 2600? Mm -hmm. Let me check my app. (laughs) I I have to have an app so if I'm at Goodwill or a resale shop or something so that I don't buy duplicates. Dude, if you've got the Atari 2600 Pitfall. So my, uh, yes. (sighs) Oh. I have, for the Atari 2600, I have Berserk, Centipede, Combat, which I actually still have the cardboard box for. Wow. Defender, Donkey Kong Jr., River Raid. I loved River Raid. Space Invaders, Yars Revenge, and Pitfall. Wow. However, my Intellivision, I actually have every game that I own on the Intellivision, Complete in box with the little uh, cellophane inserts for the controllers. Wow. Yeah, in television was the that was the prime game maker for Atari, weren't they? Well, in television came out with their own console, 
to compete with Atari. Really? Atari was 1977, and a television was 82. So it was around at the time I was gracing this earth. However, a television was my first console ever. Hmm. So it's the one I... It was given to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was my dad's console. Mm -hmm. But... And then the only the first one that I ever received, like as a Christmas, was a, obviously a Nintendo, nineteen eighty seven. But uh, I liked the Intellivision because it had better graphics because it was newer than the Atari twenty six hundred. Nice. Did Did you ever get a Atari fifty two hundred? No. Uh, they're, they are kind of harder to get, and I've heard nothing but nightmares of the controllers. Hmm. I had a chance to buy a 7800, but they were asking, I wasn't willing to pay what they were asking. Hmm. It wasn't a, a deal I could pass up. You got a Sega Genesis? I have three. Oh, what about a uh, GameCube? I have a, my original GameCube that I bought new. I never got rid of that. So I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I had a Model 1 Sega Genesis, and when I got my PlayStation, my mom said, hey, can I have the Sega for your your, your sisters? Let them play on it. Sure, okay, no problem. A couple years go by. Hey, Mom, where's my Sega? Oh, I sold it. The girls got done playing with it. That was mine. <laughs> She sold my console. I was oh, no. mad. She's well, you got the PlayStation. You got the new one. Why why would you I like the old I got so it took me twenty years to find an Intellivision to replace the one she sold out from underneath me. When she got she gave me the Sega. Wow. She she gave me the Sega and said, Oh, you're never gonna play this and sold the Intellivision. Oh, so mad. Yeah, listen, people, you may think you're a gamer. This is a gamer. Hey. I'm up to 69.8% completion of all games I've ever owned. <laughs> I track that as well. Oh, God. So of all the games I've purchased that are beatable, I mean, I don't consider arcade games like Mortal Kombat beatable because, I mean, it's an arcade machine game. Yeah. But if it had a story or a, a beginning and end, then, yeah, I would consider it something... Now, yeah, Pitfall on the Atari 2600 is not something I've ever beat. I could never get past all three crocodiles. They got me every time. You know, one thing I've always wanted to do in my lifetime, and still a bucket list item, and I'd love to do it way in the future, retirement and everything, is get the actual console games, the, the big video games. I want to get Tempest mm -hmm. and Tron. Like uh, like the arcade machines? Yes. Tempest may be hard because it was a, a vector-based uh, screen. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be – you're going to have to find someone who can specifically work on not only a CRT but a vector-based CRT. And that that's a very small window of people. Especially now with flat screens, even less people are willing to work on CRTs. Wow. There are still two – there's one guy in Willis and one guy in downtown Conroe over by uh, the pawn shop, but uh, he will still repair and certify TVs. Hmm. Yeah, you might want to pay a little extra and have it reconditioned before you take ownership, mm -hmm. or it's going to cost you through a nose. Mm -hmm. 
Tron, I don't see. I remember I actually played Tron on in television. That was yeah. one of the one of the original games I had growing up. So I know Tron, and then of course Tron invented Snake, but everyone remembers Snake as like one of the first cell phone games. Yeah, and then there was uh, Joust. Oh, I love Joust. I have Joust on nearly every console. Oh, you remember the one? Because that was the one game my dad got for Nintendo that he and I would play together. So that was, I don't care how lousy of a conversion it was from the arcade, that was our game. You know, one game I could never beat, and it was Laserdisc based? I know. Dragon's Lair. I already knew the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I have it on Blu-ray. What? Mm Mm-hmm. You've got the... Mm-hmm. How do you play that on a... Well, I mean, you can use PlayStation 3 as a Blu-ray player. You could use your Xbox One X as a Blu-ray player. Because it's a a movie disc, it'll play on any Blu-ray console. Oh, my God. I've got to come play that. You can borrow it. Well, it won't work on... Will it work on the... It's a Blu-ray player. Well, the Series X? Yeah. Actually, your Series X is a... Ultra HD Blu-ray. The black ones. You can actually rent the black discs. Because I have the Xbox One X. Yeah. And I can do the uh, HD, the 4K. So I could actually go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to try that. Because I haven't seen that game in years. Uh, I do have part two. But I can show you, you could actually purchase part one digitally. And it is the actual arcade disc. The one that was inside the cabinet, mm-hmm. they rescan that onto digital. Yeah, you could buy it off Xbox 360. Anything from Xbox 360 forward mm-hmm. of that version of that game is the actual original arcade. I got to go search for that right now. Yeah, oh. it's about ten bucks. Last I looked it up. Son of a bitch! All right, I'm getting Dragon's Lair. I haven't played that in. Oh my! I I I was a kid. I was a kid, man. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up, Chris. All right, man. You got any final words? No, no, I'm good. All right, so everybody be safe out there. And I don't mean be safe by wear a stupid mask. I mean be safe. Use your brain. Use your brain. Stop being stupid. Don't don't walk in, on broken glass. Uh, yeah, don't listen to your government or the media. Listen to Pay your, your taxes, though. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> They'll get you if you don't. You still got till what May twelfth, I think. Yeah, I think there was an extension. Yeah, because I was I was bitching at the kid because she didn't file her taxes and she was filing them two nights ago. I was like, "What?" Yeah. Well, come to find out, now they did get an extension. Yes, did I? I don't recommend waiting till last minute. No, because I I filed as soon as I could and right as soon as I my W two is principal, I file. Uh huh. All right. Well, my friend, that... That'll do it for the night. I do believe that is an episode, and I've enjoyed it. Hey, let's not... Yeah, don't do that. No. You already broke one. I broke one. Let's not break the second one. And on that note, God bless everybody. Be safe. And just enjoy life. We love you. Share a bottle with your friends. Absolutely, man. You, you, you always share some good stuff, and so do I. And everybody, find some way to send us a note. 
reach out to Chris, reach out to me. You know how to do it. TheBourbonBadass.com. On that note, later.